0: Hi guys, and welcome back to a brand new episode of Anime Podcasters. I'm your host, Hotshot Ginger, and with me I have someone who Jane just left me alone with. Like He <laughs> keeps doing this. He keeps finding people off the corner of the street and says, have fun, and then just bails. And I really don't know what to do with myself, but wait, we have our new co-host, RG. How's it going, buddy?
1: It's doing pretty well. I love your intro. <laughs> You were saying before that you were happy to see me and everything. What's changed in like the last five minutes?
0: A uh, reality hit. <laughs>
1: <laughs> all right.
0: J- Jaden texted Jaden text me saying, Oh, by the way, I'm never coming back. Have fun with a new host. I'll still <laughs> reap all the benefits, but this is now your job. Like, thank you, Jaden. <laughs> uh, I was like, China's having so much fun
1: traveling right now. And it was like, Oh, well, you know, Hotshot? He's yours now. Bye. And I'm like, Okay, sure. Um, Never worked with a ginger, but I'm open-minded. So just to let you know, this is my charity.
0: You're charity? I'm <laughs> a charity case to you now. <laughs> oh, gonna this ru- is going to go great, I guess. So today we're going to be talking about emotional moments in anime. It's a list episode. I love doing these. And it is emotional moments, be it any kind of strong emotion, happy, sad, uh, questionable, confused, anything like that. Uh RG what went into making your picks? Like we both send each other clips of what we decided to do. Uh what made you choose the three that you did?
1: Um on the brute and honest answer would be the amount of tears that I had. <laughs> Honestly? That's fair. Uh, <laughs> yeah. Some of these moments uh make me cry like I never did before and uh, some of the, of the other moments really more like inspiring. Like you know, when you're really in a moment and you feel what the character would feel, this is what I, I would consider a very uh, breathtaking moment and, and an intense emotion. W- what about yours?
0: mine, i uh, I love the feeling that just getting up and cheering, really in a show, so just anytime, like my heart's racing, I'm watching the action, watching the characters that I grew up with doing something amazing. That's kind of the whole attitude that I was going with, and I also <laughs> wanted to pick moments. I also wanted to pick moments from shows and from like certain parts of shows that I have never talked about. Like I went out of my way to try and avoid talking about One Piece. Yeah, like there is not a single One Piece clip, but I could have chosen a hundred.
1: <laughs> yeah, because I know you're a one uh, a big uh, One Piece fan. I think by now everybody knows about that. And I was like, do I need to read, uh, not to read, to l- listen like like 100, like 200 episodes to know like, what is he talking about? Because I, I, I know like the main character, I know a little bit of the story, but like, uh, yeah, I, w- I wouldn't need to watch a lot of episodes to catch up. So I was like, please, man, don't, don't pick one piece, please take something else.
0: You have no idea how badly I wanted to go. Hey, I chose an episode from like four hundred and thirty that you're gonna need like thirty episodes of context for.
1: <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's great. And like, I'm, I'm that would have super- just
0: been mean. <laughs>
1: and um, does it mean that when you watch uh, anime in your free times and you have decent intense emotion? And I know that one of your big uh, spoiler alert is a little bit about romance. That means that you don't cry.
0: I don't cry, but I feel, how to explain I feel, like, extremely happy in those moments. (laughs) Do you even have emotions? One of your picks, (laughs) that's that's a really bad thing. One of your picks, I'm not going to tell which until we get into it. But uh, but one of yours, I was expected to cry, and my friends were looking at me at that moment. I wasn't shedding a tear. Everyone else was crying a river. And they're (laughs) like, what is wrong with you? Oh my God. Like, I'm sorry, I just don't cry. Oh. I feel really happy and I get really sad. Yeah, but I just don't cry. It's really hard to get me to cry.
1: It's all right. It's all right. All right. Maybe I'll find an so, anime for you one day that can make, make you cry.
0: If you can, please. I'm, I'm more than willing.
1: All right. At least you're open-minded. Right. So, do we start with yeah. yours or with mine?
0: Uh... Let's go ahead and start with yours. Why not? Because I have a feeling at least yours people might know, might already know what I was kind of throwing under the bus. <laughs> but right. uh, yeah, let's go ahead and start with you.
1: All right. So I'll so I'll start with my guilty pleasure. The first time that I cry for anatomy, and I'm kind of ashamed of it because it's just, it is kind of an intense moment, but also kind of not. It's kind of like dumb how everything happens. So it's just basically about the anime, uh, the Seven Deadly Sins. I think he, most of you guys knows about it, um, and it's basically uh, the, at the start of the anime, at the start, at the beginning. My English sometimes uh, when the Ban and Ellen are uh, mutually kind of like trying to sacrifice themselves um, to make the other survive because they're both mortally wanted, and they uh, kind of do a kind of a mind games to let who is the, the other one is going to survive. And s- spoiler alert, um, Ban survive, uh, the other, uh, the, the um, Ellen the elf drink the elixir and kind of kiss. It's kind of gross when you think about it. She kiss him and give him the, the elixir of life and he survived and it's how he became immortal. But at the time when I saw that, I was like, oh my God, if w- nobody would ever do this for me. And I cried, I cried a lot. <laughs>
0: So you just cried because you were left out, not because what was happening on screen. <laughs> but I feel now that I will watch
1: this anime, and since I'm uh, I've grown out a little bit, and I would be like, Oh, that's cute. But at the time I was I was a mess. I was watching this and I was living with my sister at the time and she was like, Why are you crying? I'm like, This is so beautiful. Like, why are you crying in front of her cartoon? I'm like, You don't get it.
0: <laughs> so this this is a moment that I actually did see in show. I was kind of a mess too. I was really torn up because I actually really like Elise. I thought she was really cute, especially her relationship with Bond. And the fact that they were both fighting tooth and nail for each other for the cup of elixir and that Bond was willing to sacrifice himself. But then... well, I mean, we knew that Bond would get the elixir because we've already met him at the time. Uh But the the method of how he got it, the, the fact that... At least tricked him by thinking she was safe by drinking it and then kissing him and giving it to him. Yeah, is kind of what tore me apart because I knew after that she she was gone. She was done.
1: Exactly, and it it's kind of putting more depth to the, per, the character of Ban because now we understand like why he doesn't care about dying or anything. He never wanted to have eternal life. He wanted he feel guilty because he's the one who survived. He wanted he wanted Elen to survive.
0: Yeah, he has he has insane, massive survivor's guilt, which I mean, yeah, when you're immortal and the one the first person that you love dies, yeah, no, you're gonna have survivor's guilt for a while. Oh yeah, and um, that's too
1: bad when you have this for a while when you're literally immortal.
0: <laughs> yeah, you you carry that on. Well, I was gonna say for the rest of your life, but for the rest of forever.
1: <laughs> yeah, I kind mean, of.
0: Really, there, I there's there's probably a method to kill Bond that I don't know because I've only finished the first season of Sins, but and there's got to be a way to kill him. Well, <laughs> there's no I, such uh, thing as true immortality.
1: Well, I was I watch a lot of episode uh, episode. I watch a lot of seasons. I kind of dropped out of like the last one because the anime, um, the studio had some problems with the animation, and it's basically it was like it was not living like low budget. It was like primary school budget. Like it was, basically, I could do, wow. like, I could do this drawing. So I kind of left out. But basically, the only way, like, to deal with him is basically like trap him in ice or like chop him, chop him into pieces. But like, technically, he's immortal. He's still alive.
0: Okay. Well, I'm sorry that happened to you, Bon <laughs> <laughs> I, I still, I still really do like Elise. I think she's, she and Bond had a really cute relationship for as short a time as they actually did. And I'm really sad that she went out the way she did. And I did feel emotions, but at the same time, I'm like, please just kick some ass.
1: <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but I mean, Bad's main, main quest now is to find a way to revive her. So maybe you'll see her back. Maybe maybe you don't. So if you're interested to watch the rest of the anime, maybe you'll have your answer.
0: Which I do. By the way, guys, <laughs> we should have said this at the beginning, and I'm so sorry, but massive spoiler warning a lot of these emotional moments are going to be like towards the end of the show of whatever we discuss. So we will give you the warning of what the show is first. And then we will, and then we will go into detail. We should have said so at the start, but spoilers, things are going to get sad because things are going to be at the end.
1: Yeah. All right. So I didn't, so I did one. What about yours?
0: Yep. I'll go ahead with one of mine. Um, Yeah, okay, just because this is going to be one that a lot of people know. Um, So I don't know if you know this specifically, RG, but I'm majorly into superheroes, like when it comes to Marvel, DC, uh, anime, stuff like that. Um, So when My Hero Academia came out, I was all about it. I had to wait a little bit like until the first season was done and before I actually watched it but once I did, I immediately fell in love because I love heroes going all out in fights and just not apologetically using their powers and just hard-hitting each other, like <laughs> Superman versus Doomsday or Just League versus uh, Dark Side or the Avengers and Ultron, so on and so forth. So my pick for here is... A one for all full cowling Deku a hundred percent versus Overhaul. I see. And the emotions that the emotions that built up to this fight was it was a raid on Overhaul's entire house. There was a massive raid of heroes going into the mobsters place, getting trapped, getting hurt, getting maimed. And there were several other emotional moments inside here that I could have picked, like Kirishima and Fatgum, um, their fight, because this was the arc that I really fell in love with Kirishima, and Fatgum became my favorite professional hero. <laughs> but I'm picking, I'm picking Deku because of how hard Overhaul had been royally screwing over everyone who was coming after him. Like, he shot Miro with a dart that yeah. completely blocked out his quirk, so he was essentially qu- powerless. Uh, he killed Sir Nighteye. Nighteye saw a future where um, Overhaul died, or not Overhauled. Uh, Deku was stabbed and impaled and killed by Overhaul. Uh, the way he was treating Eri, like, this is one bad guy. So just to see Deku finally use all of his power because of Ares' quirk, but for Deku to go 100% on him was insane to me. I was cheering. I was happy. His hair was flying up with electrical sparks flying out of him.
1: <laughs> <laughs> and yeah. just
0: him wailing on overhaul.
1: Oh, my God. Yeah, I saw, during like, the episode. Him, him oh, unleashing
0: ahead. his true power.
1: Yeah, that, that is H- exactly... thing. Unleashing
0: his true power was like my everything. <laughs> yeah.
1: And I really love that, like, at the end, when he's like start punching, I don't know if it's like if it's a one punch reference, but you just see like the thousands of punching, of punch uh, going towards, um, I don't know, I don't know the name of the enemy. What is his name again? Overhaul. Oh, Overhaul. Yeah, Overhaul. You just like a thousand punch coming into him, and you actually see and feel the impact of each one of him. Like, you see like part of him, like part of, um, is fake body getting away from him, and I really like that they add these kind of details. The, this
0: was the this was the first fight to me that really showed what Deku could be capable of, like when he masters more of One For All's power, because it was him using it one one hundred percent. Because Eri was constantly rewinding him, so yeah. he wasn't hurting himself. He could just go full hog and put Overhaul down. Yeah, and that's why I loved it so much because it was basically Deku Super Saiyan mode.
1: (laughs) Yeah, it it kind of looks like that when when he's uh, having like blue hair, a little bit in the air, sparkly. Like you said, that's that's basically a Super Saiyan.
0: Yeah, so I mean it it may it may be silly it may be silly, but it was really emotional for me, just because I was cheering on Deku releasing his potential and Overhaul getting exactly what he had coming to him.
1: Exactly, and I really love how the uh, how the fight went on, like overall, I choose like, to see how truly like evil, and he will back down to nothing. Because like as the fight goes on, he keeps sacrificing every one of his uh, of his crew to get stronger and to fight Deku. That's crazy.
0: Yeah, like his most loyal. I think he just totally absorbed him, and that's what led to Overhaul being like unleashed Overhaul or some, whatever it was called. Yeah, I, I can't. Th- I can't remember the details exactly but the fact that he was doing whatever it took to win and he was doing it to try and get Aerie back just because of her quirk and, like, multiple heroes had been stabbed and almost killed. Like, fakum and K- Kirishima was almost killed. Um, Poklock, or whatever his name was, was stabbed by Toga. Okay. There were a lot of other heroes that were hurt in the mansion before the final fight. Night Eye was killed. So, like, it was this whole big arc that Honestly, a lot of people in who are fans of uh, My Hero don't really like it because it just diverges so much from like main story stuff going on. Oh but is I actually it? really like this arc because it's 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 short, it's kinda sweet. I really like Aerie, Aerie is super sweet, and it actually does give me a threat of a villain. Granted, after his arc he's immediately put away forever. Because Shigaraki takes both his arms, <laughs> so he can't really do anything.
1: Well, I but mean, still,
0: it, I still really like seeing it.
1: Yeah, and when when you see a moment like this, the build up, the character, the um, overhaul, the evil ca- uh, evil nature, like when we think about this, what makes a great item, a great moment, great. Like, because there's tons of fight, there's tons of shonen. Like I've seen Baki, there's My Hero Academia, uh, there's a Batman movie and everything. Like what makes, in your opinion, a a fight great when you feel the emotion and the intensity? Because I I felt more emotion with My Hero Academia than with uh, the Avengers Infinity War, like the last battle.
0: I think it's when things are lost and things are at risk of being lost, like in Infinity War, um, or Endgame, for that matter. You know, it's the Avengers avenging, so they are going to win in the end. But with uh, My Hero, for instance, uh, things have already been lost because of how many characters they introduce. Like in this arc alone, like I said, Nighteye was killed, Kirishima and Fakem were almost killed. Um, There were a lot of people in critical condition. Some people just may not come back. And then with all the things that Overhaul had been doing to Aerie and the fact that Deku had just gotten to him in order to uh, finally finish him and beat him down, something that even professional heroes were having issues with, that's kind of what makes it worth it to me. It's it's the buildup and the payoff. I see. Endgame had ten Endgame had ten years to build up and in my eyes it really did pay off because yeah. I loved growing up with these heroes. Yeah. But it's the fact that I knew no none of the big names were going to die again in Endgame. But in my hero academia, I felt like any of the big names actually could be killed, minus like class one A.
1: Yeah. I think you're totally right because when I think about endgames, I don't see any character dying. But when I think about My Hero Academia or any of the great anime, like, most of the one that I picked, you, see, you know, and you see that some characters are gonna die, and you know that everything is at stake. It's not a story it's like, oh, the hero, it's necessarily gonna win at the end. So I think you're totally right that this is, I think this is one of the big things that makes a an, uh, great anime, mom, a great moment great.
0: Like, uh, one, one moment that I'm just going to quickly bring up and then we'll go to your next one on your list. Uh, one moment that sparks that even more is, uh, in season one of My Hero, where Shigaraki is lunging toward Mineta, Deku, and Sue. If he goes for Deku, you know he's immediately going to get interrupted, but he's going for Sue, a side Mm -hmm. characters, and one that you actually think could actually end up killed. Because the story can still continue without her. Yeah. But if he went for Deku, you'd be like, yeah, no, he's fine. But going for Sue, a secondary character, and putting her at risk—anything can is, happen. Oh crap! It, yeah. Yeah, it's kind. It she could be saved. She could actually be killed. We don't know.
1: Yeah, we don't know, and we love do not know.
0: Yeah, that's kind of how it is. That's why spoilers are in effect here, people. (laughs)
1: Yeah, yeah, yeah. And speaking about uh, people uh, dying, my next pick is about Attack on Titans. So I don't know um, if you guys uh, are catch up to uh, the anime or or the manga. Um, But yeah, people die and people (laughs) sacrifice themselves. But... I think that one big moment that stood up to me and I stood up to like most of the people when it was Hermann, the um, the general of the, what is called again? Um, the section, what is it called in English again? The, the scout. scout. Yeah, thank you. The scout section ask his whole units to sacrifice themselves in a horrific manner so they can buy time for Levi to defeat the beast I did and he's having there with such a speech that he would have convinced me I was ready to give my heart for the cause that was crazy what are your thoughts
0: I'll be a hundred percent honest no I would have turned around and gone home
1: (laughs) you would have died anyway
0: yeah I would have but I yeah I would have died anyway I, I'm sorry. Me and Attack on Titan haven't really gotten along and I don't really care all that much about it. I do respect the, the speech that he was giving to the soldiers and on them giving their all and sacrifice. This is for the greater good. You won't make it out alive. Like army movies have done that for years, too, and I completely get it and I completely respect it. But... But what? (laughs) No. (laughs) For for me, it just doesn't strike that chord. I would have seen
1: you go away with your horse, and I would catch you, and I would put you in the front. I would put you in front of me, and you're like, you're going down with me. You're not getting that revive serum.
0: (laughs) Here's the thing. I would have probably still fought if I was in the scout regiment, because that's what you do. But I'm just going to be like, we are all going to die.
1: <laughs> like, yes. And not
0: even just like us in that, in that region, but like, we're going to die. Levi's going to die. The city's <laughs> going to die. We're all going to die. <laughs> <laughs> oh especially because I'm pretty sure in that point of the show, my favorite character is already dead. So I kind of gave up anyway. <laughs> yeah.
1: It's just like I like all these people like so inspired, and just have you like with your headset in the back blasting emo music. It's like ah, we're gonna die one day or another. It's cool, I guess.
0: (laughs) Just blasting "Bring Me to Life" as I'm just swinging (laughs) around like total monotone face and just slashing away at the (laughs) Titan. So yeah, go ahead. If I was in that scout regiment, I might take down one, maybe two, but after that, I'm probably toast.
1: Yeah. Honestly, I went to do some sport this week and I'm not into shape to fight Titans, that's for sure. I don't know how the guys do it. The whole <laughs> Spider-Man things with the grappling looks fun, but like, no. And those faces are so creepy. Like, I remember having like bad dreams when I first saw the first episode of Attack on Titan. Like, I don't know how they just took a human face, they just make a bigger a bigger mouth and then like, boom, scary stuff.
0: Yeah, I'm not. I'm not a fan. <laughs> I'm not a fan.
1: <laughs> but I'm a fan because the story go so much beyond that. But yeah, I was really moved by. It's. I think it's the only time that I saw an anime like a speech that makes sense. And it was totally. You can do whatever you want to do. You can try to escape and maybe die, or you can sacrifice yourself for everyone that sacrifice that sacrifice themselves for you. And if you haven't watched Attack on Titan, don't listen to Oddshot. He 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 recommends the good shonen stuff. I recommend the good rest. I really recommend you to watch Attack on Titan, and because it's a long anime, but it's like really worth it.
0: I will say more than half the anime community already watches Attack on Titan. I'm already an outlier. <laughs>
1: Yeah, but like, I, I don't. I don't mm-hmm. like Attack
0: on Titan. I don't like Death Note. Like just stuff oh like my that. God. Just doesn't vibe. Does
1: does, with does me. Giant? Yeah,
0: I know. I know. Hate. Does Giant? Giant know? knows, and he oh knows my this God. well. <laughs> it's alright. Now
1: I know I need to go listen to One Piece just so I can trash on it and make you mad.
0: <laughs> Please.
1: <Yeah. laughs> At least
0: I'll have someone to talk to about One Piece.
1: Uh true Giant inside. So yeah. That's about it for uh, Attack on Titan, and, and you're right. But just finishing on that subject, you know, for anime, I started pretty late uh, in, in my life um, because of uh, a friend recommendation. So I always think like some like, people that like are like starting anime and maybe they haven't seen it. So they don't know the good stuff, but you know, we do.
0: Yeah, no, fair, fair.
1: <laughs> so what's your next pick? Hit me up.
0: All right. So, next pick, I'm not going to spend too long on because, spoiler guys, we're discussing this episode. We're discussing this show in a future episode this month. So, I'm not going to spend too much time on this one, but I still wanted to bring it up because it was an emotional moment. At the end of Kaguya Sama Love is War, Kaguya and Shirogane finally kiss. And that moment of the anime. Like Yeah, that's a massive spoiler, because that's what the whole show's is about, is them confessing their love. But that, whole, that moment of where it finally happened, it's not just the audience that's excited for it, the narrator's excited for it, other characters, when I'm they sure. see it, are shocked by it. It is very clear how they feel about each other throughout the entire show, and the fact that they share their first kiss at the series finale is my everything
1: (laughs) yeah it was so good i yeah i think i cried a little bit there i cried less but i cried definitely at this moment because it was the what i don't like about romance anime is that the story never goes further the story takes like 200 manga and they still like haven't kissed or done anything and then in the last episode they're like oh yeah by the way uh, I love you or something but I feel like in sama, they uh, they just the movie advance bit by bit and you are finally rewarded at the end with such a good episode because things are happening but you don't know that you don't know at the end that a kiss is happening you don't know um, because uh. Like, not as very spoiler, but you know that some things are strange, some things are, are building up, but you don't know for what. And when you see what it is for, that's crazy.
0: Well, because so the whole show, it's very clear how they feel about each other. And the yeah. whole thing is basically a giant game to them on making one confess over the other. And it's completely strategy based like, how can I pressure her? How can I pressure him? Into admitting his feelings. Like, basically, whoever admits their feelings first loses. Yeah. But then, like, in the final arc of the show, stakes have never been higher because Shirogane gets accepted into a college that's in the States and they live in Japan, something that Kaguya hasn't done. So, if she doesn't confess her love soon, she'll never get her chance because he's leaving Japan and she's not because that's where her family is.
1: Mm-hmm. And I really so love... It's, uh, go a, ahead.
0: it's even more of a racing game at that point.
1: Yeah, it's a racing game, and I love how uh, in the end, despite all odds, because even if he confesses his love, he's still going to leave Japan. He still finds a solution to that problem, and for that, I respect him deeply.
0: And just that whole build-up of, like, once you find out, oh my god, this is happening, and the final payoff for it, I... Love is War, and I know I say this a lot, guys, but bear with me because I really do mean it with this one. Love is War is one of my top ten animes, period. It is one of my favorites. It is my favorite romance anime. And the Ooh. fact that I finally get that payoff after three seasons, I feel like was paced perfectly fine, and I love it so much because of how much I care about these characters. Yeah. And it and it was a way that made sense. Because Shurogane gave Kaguya like one final puzzle to get her to where his basically confession was, even though neither of them just outright say, I love you.
1: Yeah, oh yeah. It was more or less a confession, but still. (laughs) (laughs) We're going to kiss, but we're not going to confess. Classic. (laughs)
0: That's kind of, yeah, and Kaguya shoved her tongue down his throat. According oh to oh my uh, god, <laughs> according to the show, yeah, yeah, well, it was bad.
1: It, it was, was bad. But you know what? I uh I, that was gonna be my question for you. But like, I relate on a personal level to that because when I had my first kiss, would you like to know how how my first my first kiss was?
0: Yeah, sure. Why not? <laughs> <laughs> Let's get weird.
1: Yeah, yeah. But I, I personally relate because. You know, like you can have those greenest moments. It can be really romantic. You kiss into the sunset, but you've never kissed, so you don't know how to do it. So when I did my first kiss, I basically um, I basically put my lips on the other person's lips, and I didn't move, and I didn't breathe. I didn't do anything. <laughs> I was a rock. And the girl, she just started opening her eyes, and she's like, what are you doing? I was like, oh... Is this not? Is this works? So I kind of I kinda re- relate to this. Are you relating to this? Yeah, too? my first
0: kiss in a way, uh my first kiss was kind of just taken kind of like Shirogane's, if I'm being totally honest. Oh damn. Um my mine happened on a bus and a when bus. the bus stopped and no. when the bus, it was a school, it was a school bus. I was in middle school.
1: Is, is, don't tell me it's a so classic, when the, the bus, school bus, bus, the bus stop and somebody kiss you. Anyway, <laughs> let me go on.
0: One, Sorry, go the ahead. Bus, when the bus stopped, the girl quote unquote slipped into the crevice between the seats. And when the bus went again, she pulled me down on top of her by my collar and just kiss me.
1: No. Was it like... Yeah. Uh, was it uh, meant... If, did she meant it or was this an accident?
0: It, no, she meant it. She full on meant it.
1: Oh, my God. What a man. Yeah, what that a was life. Yeah, that
0: was my first kiss. <laughs> <laughs> that was my first kiss. I'm like, what in the hell? Okay, that that happened.
1: Wow. I didn't know you were. I didn't know you were this lucky. Well, um, I was ask, gonna ask you, like, if you relate about um, on a love on a personal level, but like that story, like, it's just gonna be better than everything else you're gonna say.
0: <laughs> well, I'm sorry to to. Okay, I have nothing. I <laughs> thought I did. Why don't you just go on to your? Why don't you just go on to your next one? We'll forget I'm here.
1: <laughs> yeah, it's all right. I couldn't do this without you, Ajad. Remember that. So, uh, yeah, very
0: clearly, this is kind of, this is somewhat my show. <laughs>
1: <laughs> True for now. <laughs> so anyway, uh, the next show—it's really funny how I been to it. Um, so uh, uh, I've just started anime. It's been one month, and I discovered this website called my, Name, my Anime List, and you can see the top-rated anime of all time. So I'm like, okay, this one—I'm gonna watch this show. And I see uh rank around 20, I see an anime called Angel Beats. And I'm like, oh, that's crazy, I never hear of it. There doesn't even seem to be any fight, doesn't seem to be any intrigue. What's this about? So I watch it and I watched one episode and I watch three and five and eight and 10. And I'm like, okay, but like the story's okay. Uh, spoiler alert. It's basically people who are dead, but they don't go to the afterlife. They go into what it's called. Um, what is it called again? Between life and death, when you're purgatory, purgatory. Thank you. Uh, when you're uh, waiting for uh, your soul to be judged, or in this case, uh, acts, not having any regrets before going into the afterlife. I and I see, and I'm like, okay, that's good, but like that's not one of the best. And then I saw the last episode. <laughs> <laughs> Boy did I regret. So basically, how it happens is you need to leave all your regrets you in your life before going to paradise or just basically disappearing. And there's what is this one character called Angel? How convenient. Uh, she, she kind of like implore and ask the main character o- Otanashi, to help her pass into the afterlife by saying a certain phrase um and yeah at the end she disappeared and it's very very emotional have you ever seen uh, angel beats uh shot
0: this was the one that i told you at the beginning of the episode i did see you with a group of friends oh my god and they were crying a river and i was stone faced
1: i was sure it was gonna be attack on titan because i was like oh maybe he, he didn't cry for it but like this is so sad
0: this is so much worse. <laughs> oh <my God>. What <laughs> the, happened? The fact that I, the fact that it happened at Angel Beats is so much worse. Yeah,
1: because like for the context, like they're crying. The guy just made a love confession. The girl is just like, "Say those words, so I can pass into the afterlife, and you're never gonna see me again." And oh, by the way, you're gonna be left uh, alone in the per completely
0: alone. Yeah, in the Basi- per basically. Basically, Angel was there as like a guidance to the others to pass on, and the fact the fact that Purgatory needs a guidance in order for other people who get trapped in Purgatory to pass on. So, with everyone else gone and Angel being the final one, he was remained stuck in Purgatory to help other people pass on when they made it there. Yeah, so he was separated from the one he loved, friends, all his friends, all the ones that he. More or less grew with because it's it's purgatory, it's eternal. He was just there for god knows how long.
1: <laughs> Probably months or years to be honest. So when
0: when I saw it when I saw it, my friends, including Kyo, were crying insanely <laughs> and I was just looking at him like Zuko looked at Sokka like that's rough, buddy.
1: <laughs> <laughs> Hot shot is a butt It through. Really,
0: it really fucking sucked because, like, yes, I know this is a really high stakes emotional moment. I know how much he just lost, but at the same time, I'm just like, <laughs> sucks. <laughs>
1: <laughs> oh my god, uh, I, I,
0: I, I felt don't know, really man. Bad.
1: I mean, if if you're like that, that's okay. I just, I just don't get you. That's okay. It's, it's part of life, man. Yeah. Um, if
0: I if I re if I rewatched it now, because keep in mind I watched that either junior or senior year of high school. If I watched it now, it probably would be a bit different. But that's just how I reacted at the time, and I haven't seen it since.
1: Mm, I see, I see. And what do you think about those kinds of anime that like Angel Beats, which are either like plot twist or very emotional, but it takes like 12, 20, 50 minutes episode before reaching a beautiful ending. What do you think about that? As
0: long as the tw- as long as the twist is worth it, I honestly have no problem with them. Like I actually I do really like Angel Beats even if I didn't cry at the end. It was still a beautiful and heartbreaking end. Have you- like I as mm-hmm. long as I'm as long as I'm invested the things that are most important to me in a show are the characters. If I'm invested in them and their story, I can get through pretty much any kind of story. Hmm.
1: I see. I see. Because this is the same. Because for me, I uh, I don't know if it's gonna pay off. It's gonna be good. And my time is pretty valuable for me. So this is why, if I knew, I don't think I would have started this show. And also, this is why I'm hesitant to start One Piece because everybody was is like, dude, after One Piece, like 200, it starts being real good, man. <laughs>
0: There, there's a certain arc that a lot of people in One Piece will skip, and that's called the Skypiea arc. Uh-huh. It is not worth skipping the Skypea arc. There's a lot of stuff that happens in it. But uh, when everyone says, like, after that it gets insanely good, they're not wrong. But then again, I'm the guy who likes it from pretty much the get-go. Like, yeah, there's a few stinker episodes, but... If you're doing a, a series that's over a thousand episodes long and you have like three episodes that aren't great, I think you're fine. <laughs>
1: <laughs> so guys, if you have any anime recommendation, like put it inside of the comment if you are on YouTube. Uh, I would really like to see if you guys have some recommendation for an anime that is, let's try to be like 12 episodes long, but like, and starts like really slow, but it has like a really good, good plot twist. Like I really like I, I kind of like helped like the story for Angel Beats, and I really like the same idea for um how was it called again? Uh, future Diaries, for, Future Diaries. Yeah, Future Diaries. When uh, it, uh, it took a lot of times, but it got real good. On so in, in your next uh, on your next uh, choice, uh, Mister Hachota. Yep, this
0: might and this is my final one, and I'll make it relatively quick. All right. So my final pick is one that was like twenty years in the making. I grew up with Pokemon. I oh. grew up with Indigo League. I watched Battle Frontier. I watched Advanced Battle, uh, X and Y, Black and White, and <laughs> and I, I Diamond and Pearl. <laughs> <laughs> that's and a I lot of Pokemon. I love watching the anime as it's so much. You have no idea, Archie. <laughs> I I love Pokemon as a franchise and watching the series as well as playing whatever games I could get a hold of was a major part of one of my childhood. So one of my most cherished childhood characters that I grew up with was Ash Ketchum. And at the end of every series, like at the end of the series, you expect the hero to win or you expect the hero to like achieve their dream or what have you. That didn't happen for Ash. <laughs> like Indigo League, he made it to like the second round and that was it. In Battle Frontier, he made it to the champion bracket, but was eliminated pretty quickly. In one of them, he was the runner up. He made it to the champion, but he lost. In another one, he was like fourth place. So he kept challenging tournaments to in Pokemon Leagues, But he kept losing at, like, the most desperate time. But finally, in Generation 7, Pokemon Sun and Moon, when we finally get to the Pokemon League, Ash finally becomes a world champion.
1: That's crazy. And
0: I... When I first saw it, I was ecstatic. (laughs) I was actually cheering for him. When it was released, like, Twitter was exploding. Our boy finally did it. He grew up. Like, Twitter was erupting over it. Fans and Pokemon were erupting over it. I was insanely happy, even though I hadn't gotten to that point yet. But I didn't care. Just the fact that he finally became a Pokemon League champion... I was so happy. <laughs> yeah. Because he'd been trying this for so long.
1: The news was and everywhere. when
0: when he got to the battle, it, yeah, it was everywhere. I have like... And the mil- battle okay, that mil- he finally did this to thing. do it, the battle that he finally did to do it was against Professor Kikui, who was more or less raising him on Alola. And was an actual Pokemon Professor Champion fight. And that was the one that Ash won. And I freaking love everything about it. <laughs> Clearly, out of all of my emotional moments, this is like the one that I'm the most passionate about because of how much it means to me.
1: <laughs> yeah, I, I saw it. And personally, I, I never watched enemy Pokemon and I never finished like any of the games because... I didn't know that my Pokemon at the time needed to learn a special move to cut grass because I didn't speak English. I'm sorry, but like, I, I really I watched a clip that you sent me, and it was really an intense and a really good battle. Like it took it, it's, it's like three episodes, but it was it was really good and I'm really, I'm really happy for Ash to be finally have a championship. So as I was saying for my uh, my last point, it, it needs sometimes 12 or 50 episode. For to, to reach a peak for Pokemon only took 20 years. We're 30, I don't know. Is it worth it though?
0: For Ash for me, yes, it was more than worth it.
1: I don't I'm going to wait 20 I don't want to see 20 years of content before I see the win. I will not, but I'm happy he won. Look, I've
0: been look, I've been watching One Piece since the 90s and he still hasn't become Pirate King and I'm still going. <laughs>
1: Uh, Oh my god! I know that. So
0: clearly, I can stick with it for a while.
1: I know that the day that Luffy is gonna become the Pirate King, everybody will know it. Like the president will know it, my sister will know it. Everybody will know it. That's for sure.
0: Twitter will just shut down. Like the servers for Twitter will go away. (laughs) I promise you. When that happens, I will be talking about it. (laughs) I will be making an episode specifically on Luffy.
1: uh that's great um and that's specifically most uh all our topic i want also to do an honorable mention for um the fantastic and the tragic story of uh, Oshino Kowich um I, I think if you don't know about it it's the, basically the new anime rank first uh on my anime list which is uh, kind of out of the ordinary only with a single episode out so it's really it only because the first episode is one, I think it's one hour, one hour and twenty-five minutes. It's, it's quite a, it's almost actually, it is kind of a movie. It has a lot of build-up and emotional moments, so I definitely recommend it to you. No information, no spoiler. All
0: right, and one quick uh, honorable mention I have, um, it's another Pokemon moment.
1: <laughs> it is
0: from the first Pokemon movie when Ash Ketchum dies.
1: What? <laughs> Well, what do you mean, (laughs) dies?
0: Ash. So Ash gets hit with a colliding hit from Mew and Mewtwo, and he goes down and turns to stone. So it has been confirmed that this is an Ash Ketchum death, and Ash, Ash actually dies quite a bit throughout the movies. I
1: I thought Pokemon didn't hurt the the trainer.
0: uh, typically they don't but Ash ran in the middle of the attack oh like god. Mew was going from Mewtwo Mewtwo was going from Mew Ash was running in between it to stop the fighting a hot shot and he got caught in the crossfire
1: so you said that in Attack of Titans you wouldn't sacrifice yourself for humanity would you sacrifice yourself for your Pokemon
0: absolutely without a second thought yes oh my god
1: <laughs> at least you have a priority straight this is- I respect that
0: This is Scorch, my Charmander. He is everything, and if anything (laughs) happens to him, I will kill everyone in this room and then myself.
1: (laughs) Uh, Famous quote. Um, So how do you want to end this episode out?
0: Um, Really, I just like talking about emotional damage, whether, whether it's positive or negative in anime. And the fact that anime can actually get us to be that emotional about a fictional, drawn character... Honest to God speaks volumes about the medium, and I know animation can do it just as well, but that's why we love these series so Mm -hmm. much is because there's impactful moments like this that stick with us and that we either adore or that we hate. There are emotional moments where I'm just like, I don't want anything to do with you anymore, and then I'm clicking on the next episode. (laughs) But there's also moments that have you... There's also moments that have you jumping up and cheering out for more, like most of mine. And unfortunately, after that, they end. So you don't have any more. <laughs> but it still sticks with you and you don't love it any less than that.
1: Mm-hmm. I think you're totally right. I think anime is for everyone. I think with the amount out there, everybody has an anime that they can uh, relate to, have those magical moments and emotion. And I think that with the, those emotion it helps us grow kind of in a way like you see what those characters would do for another person or for themselves and i think it's i think it's kind of inspiring i know i think about it when i'm right. just working out working out in the gym <laughs>
0: <laughs> i'm just lifting weight out yeah, like
1: sasageo sasageo
0: yeah, there's, there's some anime moments where you're lifting weights and you're just thinking about the end of Angel Beats. Yeah, no, I get oh my it. God. It's fine. <laughs> Whatever helps.
1: Everybody was on the way, like, what is this guy crying? <laughs> uh, it's
0: like, I don't know, but look at this rep. It is helping. <laughs> <laughs> um,
1: All
0: right, guys, we'll go ahead and leave you with that. And with that, this has been another episode of Anime Podcaster. Bye, guys. Bye. Hey guys, Hotshot here. Thanks so much for listening to this episode of Anime Podcasters. We have over a hundred other episodes for your entertainment found wherever podcasts are available, such as Spotify. We also release new episodes twice a month, so keep an ear out for us. You can follow the podcast at Anime Podcasters on Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, TikTok, and Giant Music's YouTube channel. Giant himself can be found on social media at Giant Music, as well as his own website, GiantMusic.com. Kyo, our artist for the podcast, can be found on Twitter and YouTube at GoPro Kyo, as well as his website ccartgalleryportfolio.com. As for me, Hotshot, you can find me on YouTube and Twitter at Hotshot Ginger. As always, guys, thanks for listening to us. Hope to talk to you soon. Take care.